Hello, hello, hello. This is a very, very exciting May the 4th episode that you were not expecting because we are talking about the Star Wars, Star Wars franchise and what have you. But this is all about the ladies, y'all. I have a team of Star Wars super fans that are also ladies and we are going to be talking specifically about the female force within the force on this special may the fourth be with you episode of pop culture persephone today i will be joined by three other lovely women and repeat guests from the pcp the first being ms hannah storch the second being ms susan sandberg and the third being Miss Katerina Von Atherton, or Kate Atherton, as you may know her. Now, first off, just to let you guys know, both Hannah and Susan have, I believe it's the Rebel Alliance symbol. They have those tattooed on their body. I am seething with jealousy every time I see them because they are pretty boss. So without further ado... Let's get to cracking and let's get to popping. With May the 4th be with you. Welcome to the Pop Culture Persephone podcast. We are doing a special May the 4th be with you for anyone who knows anything about Star Wars. That's going to be a Star Wars themed podcast today. But this is a just the ladies edition. And I have some wonderful guests on that have been on here with me before on a bunch of different weird topics that we've co- that we've covered in pop culture. Um, so these are some returning special guests, but the most important thing about them is they are Star Wars super fans like myself and have very strong opinions. So I would like to go around the circle. We are in person. We all have our shots, double shot over two weeks. We're good. No one come at me. We're being safe. Um, yesterday was my magic day. Yesterday was our first guest, Hannah Storch. <laughs> Her magic day was yesterday. Hannah, how are you feeling about um, talking about some of the ladies today for this May the 4th episode? I'm honored to be here with all of my Star Wars fans and 
there are a lot of women. So when you pitched this, I was like, right. I'm gonna have to do a lot of research, but I think we're gonna we're gonna focus on the kind of the main ones. We're gonna focus and... on the main ones, and we're going to also for folks out there, we're. I do understand that we can go real deep and real crazy, and we can start looking into the animated series and All the the books. the books and the games and whatnot. We're gonna really try to focus in on as much of your 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 nine main movies that are out there, which seems hard to believe. But um, Hannah and Susan both Hannah, where is your Star Wars tattoo? My, and explain it to the audience. Yes, I'll take you a picture. <laughs> my Star Wars tattoo is of the Rebel symbol. It is on my left inner forearm, and it is filled in with like a galaxy with like purple and uh, blue. And I got it. Right after the election happened about eight years ago. Very cool. Eight years ago? No. No. Not it that feels far. like that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was about uh, four, four and a half years, four years ago, ago, right? Yeah. And I got it with my friend Susan. Yeah, we got some uh, matchy matchy tattoos. And we have Susan Sandberg here. Hello, Hello. Susan. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm and so I'm, excited to be here. I'm looking right at her. Her rebel tattoo, yes. where is your Susan? So my rebel tattoo is just under my left collarbone. It's kind of a rebel heart thing. And uh, I got it, yes, with Hannah right after uh, the 2016 election. And also <laughs> right after Carrie Fisher yes. died. So it was oh kind of my to gosh. mark both occasions. That is wonderful. And so what is your first? I have a lot of mixed thoughts when I think of some good and some bad, when it is the female presence in these movies. And just, do you think it has improved, or do you still see large gaps in which it needs to improve? And you don't have to get specific, but just... We can get into specifics. <laughs> you know, I cried seeing The Force Awakens in theaters, because yes. all I could think was... I can't wait for my daughter to see this. She was like six or seven at the time because Ray was everything that I wanted to see in a Star Wars mm -hmm. movie when I was little. She is you. She's me. <laughs> and she does, she does look just like Susan. I, I what guess. What was that? Someone like said they you were wearing a Ray shirt. Oh, I've gotten this a few times. There was one time I wore a shirt with Ray on it, and some cashier or something said oh hey you got a shirt you got a shirt with you. that's a personalized star wars shirt that's pretty cool okay <laughs> i mean kind of is <laughs> <laughs> and there was another time where i sent out invitations for my daughter's birthday party and she wanted ray on the invitation so we got these ray invitations made up and i saw a father of a child who was invited and he stopped me and said oh hey susan so so, is that you on Matilda's birthday party invitation? Yes. Yeah. I put myself. I mean, logically speaking, yes, it is me dressed up as a Star Wars character on my child's birthday party invitation. I mean, yeah, the reface app was creepy. Like, oh, when yeah. you did the reface. Oh, um, there was no change. She yeah, will be refaced, y'all, in oh, the promo, there but there will be, you'll see, you'll be like, oh, it's just Daisy Ridley. It is not. I know. It this is, is not. This is little old me. Susan Sandberg <laughs> just putting her face all over her child's invitations. <laughs> and, you know, you have a whole other different perspective that none of us have because you have... You have... The, the next generation the kid, of Star Wars fan. The kid growing up like I did, I was able to actually grow up with the 
my God, the first three really, but really the second one. While other people, they're... We got, we got jilted. I grew up with the prequels. Prequel. Yes. <laughs> you guys. Which we didn't know when we You were millennials in grew up with the prequels. Yeah. Yes. But then, of course, went back and watched. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which you had to. But then your daughter gets to grow up. She gets Ray. I mean, and she Jin gets Ray. Yeah. She gets some diversity for fuck's sake. Excuse my French. No. <laughs> I know she's not listening to this. She's not allowed to. It's explicit. She's, she's heard a lot over this pandemic. So, uh, <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, and she does have some beautiful tattoos, but mm-hmm. sadly, Kate does not own a Star Wars t shirt. Or, or, or a Star Wars tattoo. It's not her. It's not her fault. She's going to get one. She I, I, a Star Wars comic. I, yeah, I did the right like a two hundred page Star Wars comic. Correct. She, <laughs> but she, no, I don't have any tattoos, which is sad. She, nor do I. Uh, this is not a thing of shame. No, I know. <laughs> but she's yeah. She talk about your Star Wars comic a little bit. Yeah. Because it's, Amazing. Yeah, so uh, during the beginning of quarantine, I started writing a Star Wars comic that like fills in some gaps in um, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi mostly. And just gaps for me, where it's like conversationally like Han and Leia, uh, Leia and Luke just sort of fleshed out like conversations between friends more um, than any action stuff, but it was like deleted scenes type of thing. Um, and it came so naturally. I just wrote it all on the page and drew it all, and it was so fun and like exciting. So entertaining. And just, yeah. I think my favorite part about that is that you gave a voice to a character who never spoke before. Yes, and Chewbacca has dialogue in it, and oh. it's what it's what they already were acknowledging he was saying. I think, and he's just sort of a like smartass but really supportive best friend in my comic, and I like really enjoyed writing Chewbacca, and I got rave reviews for Chewbacca. I mean, uh, the one of the most <laughs> beloved characters, and it's also good to, it, it's also a testament to how much you've seen these movies, and just those needling questions. I Hannah always is like, I'm not always the one asking the questions, because um, Hannah asks a lot of, well, why is this happening? I have a curious mind. You have a curious like, mind, but like, when I first, when you asked, you, the dialogue that you added into your comic is so great because I didn't realize the amount of things I just accepted yeah. and mm-hmm. never even asked the questions about. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm glad somebody has a deeper mind than mine, my own. <laughs> well, I think these characters are so amazing and we love them for a reason. And like, it's nice to see, well, my version of like a slower burn of like Han and Leia getting together or like sibling yes. relationship stuff. I wrote a whole fanfic on that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like as an adult, I wrote a yes. fanfic on that. Was this during the pandemic? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a sexy fanfic about Han and Leia. I just yeah. to Kate. I, know. I don't know if you used any of it. Or like, no, I don't think I used it because I, I felt just, like I shouldn't, but I loved we'll, reading we'll it. have a link to it on yeah. the website. I don't fucking know. 
I oh sorry, this is one last thing. At the beginning of the pandemic, I would read Star Wars like short stories. Yeah, used to oh on Marco Polo. Yeah, and there were Marco Polo. Like it was from great. the perspective of like the worm in the trash compactor and stuff. Like it was like deep cut <laughs> short stories. They were really good, but from like lesser known characters. I think some women, but probably still not a lot. A lot of aliens. Now, yeah, a lot of aliens. Yeah. Did your brothers? Did your brothers also watch it, or yes. were they as big as fans as you were? Yes, I would say so. We were all really into it together and I I felt very at least like represented by Leia and I know that's like right. my privilege too because it's a white brunette woman who I was like oh I look like her right. like you're saying yeah. about Ray. and now it's getting more diverse thank god but like when I was a kid I was like oh yeah that's me these people remind me of my brothers we're obsessed with this like it made a lot of sense to me oh yeah absolutely I mean and I think We'll probably, we just have to start with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because without Leia, we have, I mean, we have nothing. With I mean, no, we not we don't have anything, but Leia she was is, the starting she's the OG. She's, she's the OG. She's the starting point. And even though, and Carrie Fisher, rest in peace, she admittedly discusses how in the first movie she has that crazy transatlantic accent <laughs> because she had been studying and acting it, like voice um me in acting god bless her because she would talk about how hilarious it was she made fun of her with it and it kind of goes in and it goes out but you still i loved her growing up because i said oh she's short like me just mm-hmm. like kate yeah. it was this identification of she's short like me one day when I get older, I can grow my hair very long and make it into those buns. And she, like me, and I grew up hanging out with, I had no girls in my like area where I grew up. So by the time it was um, Return of the Jedi, I was like, this is just like me. I hang out with all the boys. I try to keep up. I kind of can't, but I get I get a good a few good jabs in there. Um, and I was always just blown away how, I'm like, she is a smartass. Mm-hmm. I love that she was written to be a smartass and to be strong and to be a senator and, you know, grow up with, like, this government mind. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, because when you see her, mm-hmm. like, the towering, when you see her talking to Darth Vader oh, and yeah. he's like, I'm like, she's not going to step down. No, and she's yeah. like, start you see her and it, you, she could easily be that damsel in distress but right she doesn't let like that define her like she yeah she's she needs to be rescued but when she is like she doesn't let any of like han or luke take control she is the one who saves their butts right exactly they let her out of the prison cell but then she rescues them and gets them off the death, death star mm-hmm. correct even without a bra because there's why? nowhere in space right i mean george lucas that little man. That little man. <laughs> I mean, and I do feel like he pushed a few heavy things with some of the imagery. Like, and it's one of the most famous scenes when you see her swinging on the oh, oh in, in Jedi in um, oh, no in a New Hope in New Hope oh, with yeah. Luke. And it returns. They, do and yes, they yeah. mirror it. Yeah. They mirror it in Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is like the iconic, almost, because when I was little, I'm like, oh, he's saving her. Mm-hmm. It was in my little mind, mm-hmm. even then. But then as I got older, I was like, oh, 
that's not exactly what's happening. And also, that one whines a lot. And that one doesn't care about anybody but himself. Yeah, did you ever think as a kid that Luke and Leia were even a possibility to get no. together? Like, because I remember as a kid, I saw those movies fresh not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember being surprised about Darth Vader being the father and, you know, these things that right. you, we all know now. But I never in a million years thought Luke yeah. and Leia would ever get, like... She felt so much older than him, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because she I, was, I couldn't believe they were twins. Because she was in... And they really don't look, they don't look like they're that many years apart. Like, they, it's not like one looks so much older than the other, but. I think he has this naivete about him because he you grew think? up on this farm. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why. <laughs> like, he grew up on this farm. He's probably, she's probably the first woman he's seen that wasn't his aunt. Like, so it makes sense that he would be like. Oh, man, are we going to talk about Aunt Beru? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is one of the main. <laughs> irritates me and I think it's just kind of like looking at it through the female lens is she hasn't had yeah he's been doing his work and stuff but he's a whiny teenager she has never had any room in her life to be a whiny teenager she has been brought up in a government level you're part of like this diplomacy and like the royalty. And royalty. There's like no room to like cut loose and whine about Natasha oh, Station. Natasha <laughs> Station. There's none of no. that. There's actually a great book it, that's still canon um, by Claudia Gray called Leia. And it's mm-hmm. about 16 year old Leia. And she's getting ready to, you know, become like the crown princess of Alderaan and all the training she has to go through like physical training because there's a ceremony that she has to partake in and so she's she's doing all this grueling physical stuff but she's also you know very much aware of the politics around her and the beginning of the rebellion and it's a really interesting read like I highly recommend it that's on my to read list it's really good yeah Yeah. Yeah, because he's just so petulant it's just like there's that meme where it's like at 18 leia was the youngest senator and padme was a queen and anakin was a jedi and luke was playing with his spaceship pew, pew. Making pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's very and i mean i my biggest issue is because there wasn't the time that it was made in like you know the early 80s there wasn't this foresight of like perhaps we can actually develop her into an action star perhaps i mean, I mean she's like they, she the, is but not when i we are now I, when i watch right the last movie mm-hmm. what's the last movie called i'm horrible rise of skywalker rise of skywalker yeah mm-hmm. and we see the cgi'd when you see the potential yeah. of what we sure. missed out on of like, oh, here's an entire training sequence yeah. of Leia because that was the years that I yearned yeah. for. Yeah. Of it was like wish I, fulfillment. You wanted yes. Leia right. to get a lightsaber. You wanted Leia to use the force. Yeah. When you're a little kid watching that original yeah. trilogy. Yeah, of course. As a girl, wants, a girl, girl like, yeah, I want to see, see a girl being trained. Right. Well, I mean, I cried too, Susan, when I saw Ray get that lightsaber for the first time. I yeah. was like, this is what the kids growing up now are going to see yeah. this. Like, this is huge. And even Finn having it, who didn't end up being a Jedi, is like a huge deal. That's the one thing I hated about that movie is that <laughs> Finn got the lightsaber and got to use it before Ray did. Like, 
He has it for a very brief moment, but it's it, I, I know what you mean. But, I mean, I thought they were leading to say they were going to, like, train together, yeah. and he so was going to be a stormtrooper yeah. who became that. Like, mm. So I would have forgiven it more if well, that We could have a case. whole other podcast <laughs> about Finn and the lost potential of Finn as a character. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, uh, Correct. But uh, I, I understand what you're saying, like, you wanted to see that, but for, if we talk about what Star Wars was when it came out, right. it was incredible to see her... Like in this role of power Absolutely. and badassness, and she's literally the first character we meet. And right off the bat, she's shooting stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, and yes, we've come a long way from them, but I think it's, it was a, a good start. And yeah, she's have she you know she has this you know her sexy outfit, and she doesn't wear underwear. But I still like think that <laughs> yeah. she was able to be like an incredible female character, but also beautiful and smart and witty and yeah I don't know why I'm trying to sell Leia to anyone <laughs> <laughs> loves well, the other thing I was thinking about is like she has a romantic plot line but it's not anything she like she doesn't need it like she's her own force and it happens to be she falls in love with this like scoundrel smuggler mm-hmm. guy but it like doesn't even have to be there but it's like a special bonus thing that like we get yeah. to witness exactly. that like sexy time yes um but, like, she's not looking for anything and doesn't... Uh, obviously, they break up eventually and she it becomes a general. But, like... <laughs> no, I mean, he's not a... No matter what, she's always going to choose the rebel. The rebel, yeah. you know, alliance yeah. yes. over him. She's, exactly. she's big picture. Exactly. She knows what she has to do and... Except when it comes to saving him from Java. <laughs> I told him I loved him. He said I know. I think there's a thing. I thought about that when I wrote the comic. I but was I like, gotta she wear this. Selfish. I need to. I need to wear. I'm holding on to my prized um, Leia. What is that character? Um, Bounty Hunter Leia. The Bounty Yato, Hunter Yato. Leia. And <laughs> Which means Yato. something. I love her because her little helmet comes off and then there's little Leia's head. She used to have... This is great for a podcast. Me explaining an action figure. It's a from, visual media. From the 80s. Bosch? Bosch? Bosch. 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 Okay. Yes, the Bosch character. Um, Yoto. Who still to this day I think would be a great Halloween costume. It would. Um, really, really great. But, you know, we could go, we, we have to talk about some other ladies. So <laughs> we could go ad nauseum about Leia. But I want to move on. I know you're going to think I'm going to move on to Ray, but I want to move on to Padme. Because to me, this is the area where I feel some untapped potential. Oh, for sure. So much untapped <laughs> potential. She's like the opposite of Leia in that we she has all this political power, but we never really see... And I mean, we see a little bit of that, but nowhere near what we could be. She's solely like a romantic interest, right. at least in my mind. Yeah. And, the, um, and I don't know if it is, especially in... The first of those movies when she popped. The first of those movies. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. She's, she's very young. Mm-hmm. The direction, her direction was very odd. And I think it was like they told her, you're very serious. <laughs> and it came off a little bit as, 
you have very or no um I'm like, is she yeah. the droid? Even when her and like Kira Knightley were like exchanging that role, I'm just like hello. Well it's Kira Knightley doing her like team acting. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> I almost felt like they were all because she has all those like duplicate people. Yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. just trained to be like, hello. That's like, well, like wasn't that, the same. I mean, maybe I'm I'm going reading too much into it, but wasn't that like a a strategic thing so that way they could interchange? I think that's yeah, what yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which makes yeah. sense. Yeah, which was good. I mean, but well, not for uh, to watch. No, but like, not to <laughs> for the. Like, not to forward the plot. Like, I'm going to say this. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not here to lift up Hayden Christensen. But Natalie Portman is tough to watch in some of these movies. Her acting ain't great in all of these things. I feel like they spent, especially the first two of those... I I feel like they focused so much on the imagery. Mm -hmm. They wanted that, like, Japanese imagery. Mm -hmm. um, For the queen. For the queen. And Mm -hmm. I'm like... You gotta work a little bit on this character, though, because I I walked away from Phantom Menace. I'm like, I don't really know who Amadala is. That's the thing that was I think as a kid, especially I, and they kind of were in some spots, but like I definitely perceived Padme as a separate entity from Queen Amadala. And I like I know like there were sometimes they were doubled or everything, but even when at the very end when they're on Naboo and she's like, I'm the queen, and everyone's like, what? Um, <laughs> I, I was like, I didn't even like put it together later in the movies. Like, it always just seemed so separate to me, um, because she was just like stoic. And then there's Padme, who's warm and you know, charming. And she got that D. She got the D. <laughs> she got that Jedi D. And she <laughs> Which you are not. That's forbidden. Which you are not supposed to get. <laughs> <That's even better. laughs> but she saw Hayden Christensen's chest. I don't blame her. <laughs> He, it's the, his dead eyes. That his think. dead eyes are a lot to deal with, but you got his whining. It. I mean, talk about where Luke. Uh, I, mean, I will say Luke. Yeah, it's a <laughs> there, connection. There's a, a Skywalker connection through all these movies. Let's be real. Stronger right. women, whiny men. That's the, what it is. I mean, he does. Don't let the fanboys hear you say that. <laughs> this whole podcast is gonna piss off the fanboys. <laughs> oh, fuck them fanboys. Fuck them. Not for you. Um, but there is a line that she. She says, oh, it's, um, is it when they're talking about sand? A great love scene. Okay, so they get married in Naboo, Naboo, Mm -hmm. and she says in, it's when he's starting to turn kind of dark. He's, he's, those eyes are starting to get dark. (laughs) And she's like, did she say, Hold me like you did on the boot. Oh, yeah. Oh, like my you God. Did. Uh, yes. It's by, like a, by the lake. By the, the lake on the boot. Yes. And I, I literally, when I was watching the theater, I mean, I had an audible groan. And I'm like, is it the delivery? Is it because I don't believe that he held her tenderly by the lake? We are tearing apart her. And I feel bad because it's not Natalie Portman's no, fault. It's not it the character's fault. It's, it's not, the writing. It's, it's the writing. Plot. What I am saying like, is the writing did her dirty. Yeah. The yeah. writing for Leia in the early 80s was better yeah. than for Natalie yeah. Portman in, in the, the 90s. Yeah. In the 2000s, I, I mean. Agree. Which never made sense. Mm-hmm, that was right. my disconnect of like... 
Is it because Natalie Portman is so much younger than Carrie Fisher was? I mean, Carrie Fisher was 18, Natalie Portman, not that much younger. Natalie Portman was, what, 12, 11? I was going to say, and how old was Natalie Portman by the time they finished that? Because she had to have been, like, 20. And she has some great kick-ass iconic action sequences that oh my I god love. that oh, yeah. that um like gladiator Attack thing i love yes. that that is a good scene and i love I the homage to definitely her white costume oh, yeah. yes. which is an homage to leia's costume mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but like obviously much more functional than leia's i would have loved to have leia in something like that it reminded me more of, her, of leia's cloud city outfit a little bit yeah it's, it's pants and a jacket or whatever mm-hmm. but it was um, good to see like okay this runs in the family. Yeah. She can and kick I, ass. I wonder, <laughs> like, no, the yeah. outfits and the intense. Well, I, I the rebel intense. The main problem with Padme is they, like, with writing, you should show us, not tell us. So, like, with yeah. Leia, they're showing us her doing and saying a lot of things that are cool and badass. Where With Padme, they say, like, she's a senator. She mm-hmm. did this, this, and this. It's like, yeah, but I don't see her being that way. Like, I don't... I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same she way. She spends a lot of time <laughs> on the... I'm going to say all these... I, I'm not good with the detail of these. what these things are called. I'm horrible. I can't wait. She spends a lot of time... I call it at the Chateau, the Sky Chateau. And in like, Coruscant? Oh, in her apartment. In her apartment, yeah. essentially. Like Sky where she's <laughs> where Sky Chateau. Where literally, you know, Anakin is coming in, coming out... Quickie style. Quickie style. Well, freaking, freaking, like, Ewan McGregor knows what's up also. And I'm like, is the only thing that she's going to do in this movie is get advice and be told how Anakin is changing and how you got to help Anakin? That's also the one where, like, Zam Wessel, that the... The, the people are trying to kill her mm-hmm. the, with the shape yeah, with the yeah. with the centipedes. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that whole long process of this person told this person yes. told this person who sent this person who sent this who sent a bug. Is this a bug? Is this in one of the many senator meetings that we're at, which are no, super in, fun? No, in Attack of the Clones, oh. like <laughs> they're trying to kill her, but it's such a like Jango Fett sent Zam Wessel. Oh, that's sent right. This yeah. Droid. yeah, again. It's like, I just that's a very and I know she's like asleep and it's like what are you gonna do but it's very much like she is the damsel in distress at that moment like Mm -hmm. she's got these Jedi protecting her from bugs I will say I don't know if you guys have watched any of the the Clone Wars I was just gonna say series they do give her more and you see more of her as a character and as someone we should care about and you see this love story and it okay, just be, it good. fills in the gaps. I feel like a bad Star Wars fan because I have not watched Clown, Clown Wars. I've never watched Clown Wars. <laughs> I have watched Clown Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to watch that. I, I want some type of mashup of Clone Wars with Clown Wars. Um, and I've never it's seen Rebels, um, which has some great female characters in it. I, um, yeah, I do want to that. It's got like Sabine, who's this Mandalorian warrior, and Hera, who's this incredible, I never say it right, Sleekly? Don't. Tylik. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this pilot. Um, so, anyone who wants more Star Wars. I watched one episode of Clone Wars, and it was one where like Darth Maul was in this like hellscape, and oh, I was like, no. I don't ever need to watch this. No. <laughs> I will watch no. the show. <laughs> but do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the thing about Clone Wars is it's. I really enjoy it, but there are some episode arcs. They're usually three episode 
story arcs. And sometimes you get on an arc and you're like, are we going to really follow R2-D2 around for <laughs> three episodes? Yes. I mean, that'd be <laughs> hell if it was C-3PO for him. Oh, there's C-3PO episodes too. Oh, there's this. Oh, goddamn. You just see him annoying everyone in his life. Hannah Storch hates C-3PO. C-3PO. a Violet, oh, it was a violent manner. Did, did you say. watch that video, the Job of the Hut? Yes, I did. Okay, there's yes. this whole part how, like, the Taliqui slave girl was dancing for Java, and she, like, there's this was written in, like, a story or something, and she, C3PO had told her that Luke was coming to rescue them, so she got all excited and was dancing her heart out, and then Java was trying to, like, reel her in, and that's when she falls into the Rancor pit and dies. <laughs> It's like this video, this video is like basically it was C3PO's fault. <laughs> that this poor girl died because she got her hopes up. Oh horrible. It's just, I mean, he's not a good character. We can talk about that. He tries. <laughs> but I mean, I think just to round up Amadala, we can't. I mean, her actions set everything on. You know, her actions are. What did I write down? I mean, they shape. The yeah. course of the freaking galaxy. Without, without so, Padme. Literally, really, we don't yeah. have Luke and Leia. Exactly. And it is heartbreaking near the end where he has gone real bad and she's he's just strangling her with his mind strangle. Mm-hmm. I will say. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, what a dick. <laughs> literally, what a horrible choice that you see happening in slow motion. You cannot get out of this toxic relationship and we've all been there. Yeah. Um, I will say that <laughs> you were saying like the writing did her didn't do her any favors, but also her death doesn't do her any favors. Like she literally dies of a broken heart. Do you know how hard that is to act? Like no one like that's not a thing. Like but have you how- have you heard the theory oh, that what? Palpatine used her life force to ensure that Anakin survived the process of transforming into Darth Vader. How is Palpatine so like powerful? Like I know. So he's all, long, like, they never yeah. explain. He he gone. survives forever and it's like pops a, back like up. It's like a thought you know, bubble, 30. like a bubble that just uh-huh. is passing through yeah. different. He's like the Wicked Witch, just has like a yeah. crystal ball and sees all at all times. I, I want to hear from Palpatine's son and daughter-in-law, Ray's parents, like what the uh-huh. hell that relationship is like. How did this happen? What happened? What happened here? Let me just tell you, this whole thing, Ray Palpatine, just makes me see red. I was sitting in the movie theater with my daughter, very excited to see this stupid Rise of Skywalker movie, and there's that big revelation, and I almost walked out of the theater. Left my child in the theater. Goodbye, Matilda. Tell me how it ends. On that note, we are now talking about Ray. Yeah. Ray, 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 Ray Mary transition. Ray Mary That's Sue. a note. It's a good transition. She, I mean, to me, I mean, obviously, the strongest female character I couldn't even imagine. I was, I'm overwhelmed, I was overwhelmed in a great way when British Daisy Ridley, Ridley showed up. Um, I was not happy. As ha- I, I had the same feels as, as you, Susan, when you found out her parentage. I don't know if anyone else listening or around the circle was hoping, hoping that her parentage was literally... Nothing. 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 I they, loved Ray nobody. And they, when you have... And tell me if I'm right, but when you have three independent directions, 
with those three movies. There was no cohesive um, Then you have, that was yeah. the issue. Because there was such um, promise when you saw those little peasant, I think it was that little peasanty boy. It's a horrible way to... Oh, oh the broom boy? The yeah. broom boy. Oh, yeah. And at I the was, gambling place. At the gambling place. At a horrible Monte Carlo in the sky. I love that scene. People hated it. <laughs> I know, like, I oh, think... No. Listen, I love that whole movie. No, I will defend that scene, too. I, just, I thought it was fun. I wanted to hang out there. I said, although, although they look like the worst people in the world. They were all, like... They were all like buying like war guns. And They're all terrible. Yeah, and that bad. was the point of going there was yeah. to build this world and show you like it's not just you know the first Good. order and no. there, yeah, there's all this. There's great, a lot of people profiting from it yeah. who mm-hmm. really are not passionate either way, but they're gonna go with they can make money. Whoever's yeah. gonna pay them. And I did like that little droid that like you would hit it and money would come out. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Why was I thinking there was a ne- never mind? He was um, playing his role so well. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so no, that I that I literally got lost in it. Um, but I was. She's such a great actress. Daisy really such a great actress that some of the things that I felt like they. I mean, I feel like at one point I'm like she is no. The beauty of this is she is nobody right. in the force could touch anyone and I felt like it was yeah. such a reach it, and you didn't have to do it for this character she was beloved as is well my whole issue with that movie and I think the storyline and everything plays into J.J. Abrams was so hellbent on undoing mm-hmm. all these various things from The Last Jedi because mm-hmm. the fanboys were very vocal about that they didn't like certain things and I just yeah they they didn't have to throw that in there and it felt like a very very blatant attempt to undo the Ray nobody and be like no 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 don't listen to that movie they got it wrong let me tell you what's really going on it's like let them watch the last hour of the last movie it's like okay make a movie about like that comes next right like there wasn't a whole uh, no no. well let's talk about the things that, that we do she, I love I love the absolute resourcefulness. Like it is the opposite of myself. Ray is the opposite of me. She could make it happen anywhere that she's at. She's been living on her own. She has this reserved hope that her family is still coming back from her, even though it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But you love that about her. Mm-hmm. And just the whole, just her ability just to survive at yeah. all costs. She's a survivor, yeah. Yeah, and I loved that about her. I love that she, like, owns her talents. She's yes. like, yeah, Han Solo, I can fix your stupid ship that has a million problems every day. <laughs> that should not even be in the sky right now. Yeah. It's great it's because she is a survivor and she has been on her own for, you know, what, right. 10, 12 years, but that doesn't make her cold. That doesn't make her right. isolated from people. She still knows, you know, how to help people and do, you know, right from wrong. Instead of taking all those portions when they offer to buy BB-8, she knows in her heart of hearts that it's not okay to sell this droid that belongs to someone else, even yeah. though that could really help her out. Right. Because she sees also the humanity, which you saw this in a lot of the 
a lot of the um, older Star Wars, more recent Star Wars movies, and the side project Star Wars movies, her seeing, the character seeing more of the humanity in these droids as well. Mm -hmm. And she's a great example of that. And like Poe, Poe's with BB-8. But I see that, I see in these later movies that that kinship even stronger than I saw in the original one. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want a Star Wars shirt that says, we do serve your kind here, and it has droids on it. (laughs) (laughs) So inclusive. I love it. I like that she has a specific one. I'm sure that exists, right? Uh, We can make it happen. Oh my God. Um, I think that has a lot to do with like how we've come in terms of movie making. Like, we can do so much more than we could with puppets. Um, but I never thought about the droids or more. Well, each movie now has, like, an awesome droid that yeah. we can, like... I mean, I don't Solo... I names. Solo oh. wasn't a... Solo... <gasps> that but that was the, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Phoebe Brid- uh, okay. Yeah, and that, Bridges. Yeah. yeah. And that oh my droid... God. I watched that L337. movie... She, she belongs on this podcast. Yeah, she is one of the most her. amazing... If we're going to gender a droid... Like, she is an amazing L337 Star Wars. L337 is a freedom fighter for the yes. droids. She yeah. sees them as completely, like, a, you know, beings just like... I mean, there's a heartbreaking scene in Solo where she's watching a droid being tortured. And like she's, a, a, a robot wars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she's talking to Lando, who's yeah. her human commander. We have to do something about this. Do you think that there's Lando and... What's her name? Yeah. L337, L337 uh, porn... I was going to say porn, but, but like, fanfic. Like, like, sure sure <laughs> I'm sure some of it's porn, too. But, uh, yes, I went there. I'm sorry. No, I, I thought that was... I was going to step there, but she'll be <laughs> Jumped right over me. Hannah, you can write some. I can. And then we can I mean, with the voice of Phoebe Waller-Bridget, right. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I would I love that she's like, yeah, there's sexual attention here. I'm like, that is a new whole thing. Yeah, I yes. watched that movie just With Donald Glover? Yes, of yes. course there would be. A young Lando Calrissian with those capes. Oh, <sighs> I'm getting hot thinking yeah. of him. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that put me in another tangent. What were you guys' thoughts, though, with Ray? Because this made me, and I'm like, this must be just, like, ingrained in my soul of, like, rom- of feeling romantic feelings and always, like, I don't know why. But I was like, are they going to, because remember at first you're like, mm, her and Finn. are they going to try to do something with her and Finn? And I had a part of me that was like, I want this. I want this interracial love happening. But another part of me was like, I definitely don't want this happening because I want her to be a Jedi and I want her focused on that and not getting all flummoxed by some silly romance like Amidala. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? <laughs> um, I thought if they were going to do what they did in the first you know, trilogy where Luke and Leia kind of have this more of a connection than her and, and Han do, that we were, they were going to do the same thing that Ray and Poe were going to butt heads and then eventually fall in love. That's what I thought was going to happen. Instead, we were gypped because we didn't get the Poe. We, po- we didn't get the Poe po- Finn romance that right. we should have Oh my God. God. Seriously. <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just start making lists. <laughs> and we, we, that, Os- that Oscar Isaac... Oh. I mean, you saw the love in their eyes between... Yeah. You saw that. That it, wasn't in... It's it's there. It's canon. They just didn't, like, vocalize it. It's, like it's there. Yeah. They yes. gave us one lesbian kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's brief. It's brief. I've been missing. Hey, representation. Woo! We did it! We solved all the problems! No, I... You know, if 
sense at all. I don't get why they didn't do maybe like a love triangle where she's actually more interested in Finn or somebody, Poe, someone, who she's like working with, with the rebels, but then she's this dyad in the force with Ben Solo. So it's like confusing to her because she has like this connection with someone because of this force thing, but then she has like people she actually works with and has a rapport with. But in general, she shouldn't maybe have any... The best! Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, exactly. I'm team... Ray shouldn't end up with anyone romantically because yeah. that's not the point of the story. It's not. It's I not mean, point. Luckily he dies, but everybody fan. draws them with babies together, so. They do. Kate <laughs> sends me the best fan art. The oh, best no. Raylo Raylo fan, fan art. I love it. Everybody's like, Wasn't there with some the theory or something that, like, Kylo impregnated her? Before she Ow! There's been five million fanfics about that. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I, when did they do that? Through the Force. That's, um, no, you laugh. Like, there are like so if I need the Force, I can about... impregnate you. Well, like Shmi, Shmi Skywalker. Like, how'd she get pregnant? Yeah, Shmi is the Virgin Mary, like, and Anakin is Jesus. <laughs> there was no father. Wait a second. <laughs> did you have you blocked this already? whole thing I, out? Wait a second. Wait a second. There is no father with. Sh- Why don't they ever bring that it's up? Pal- it's Palpatine. Because it's- Palpatine impregnated, right? Isn't I that mean, right? I don't think it's ever stated that way. Wait, there's, there's, a, there's it, a comic. Wait, if it is Palpatine who has impregnated Shmi, then then Ben. This adds a whole other. Yeah, because weird then Ben layer. Solo, Kylo Ren. And Ray are definitely family tree. related. Also, that also means Palpatine is like the most powerful force ever in the world. Because he has like got, if he can, and very fertile. So like, very. Exactly. And if he's so powerful, then what the hell did he need Anakin for? No. Exactly. Yeah. No, he doesn't. As like a stooge, he, he, I guess. Sometimes you just need a yes man. And that's what Anakin was. <laughs> like a hype man. Like a definite hype man. Right. Uh, I'm trying to read this comic where it's Palpatine leering over a pregnant sh- shimmy. Shimmy, okay. shimmy. Shimmy, shimmy. And just in the comic, it just says unnatural. <laughs> that conversation between Qui-Gon and her where he's like, where's the father? And she says, well, there is no father. Yeah, which can father? You know, be interpreted a lot of different ways. Sure. But oh, my God. I th- oh, I'm sorry. I just had a lot of... <laughs> Apparently Lucasfilm did debunk this. This is just like not canon, but I oh think my. I mean if we're gonna if we're gonna go on that crazy like Let's go all in. Right, exactly. And that then therefore Kylo could do the same too. I just felt like it dumbed it down and I love Adam Driver and he acted the hell out of things that I was like, How are you gonna make this stick? Because are you saying you're in love with her? Is it is this the power of fucking love that we're talking about? Like, mm. it's the same thing with with Luke and Leia. He probably never seen a girl like outside. Did you really think Luke never saw? I just he saw he saw he saw Jawa. He saw aliens and droids and his aunt who gave him blue milk. Leia was a breath of fresh air. Well, yes, it's someone around his age. He doesn't know it's his. His literal age. His literal age. <laughs> Who is like... Two seconds or like older. Oh but gosh. what were your guys' like... They had some of the best, most electrifying action sequences. And I'm like... Even if Ben Solo would have like pieced out... Like killed himself to spare her. <laughs> Just, you know... I mean... No, but, <laughs> it was, but it was no... Kind of 
did. Well, he kind of did. He kind. I, I mean, that's kind of what happened. I think he had a death wish. Really it was. I guess it was. He, he did, but I guess it was that intention of like having to also let her know that I was really into you. Oh, the kiss. I, correct. It was the kiss. I think that was also wish fulfillment. Like, you like know? fan wish yeah. fulfillment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Like, because we cannot have a female heroine that also doesn't get romanced by someone. Okay. I mean, if we look, oh, well, God. And as much as I, we're, we're all focusing on Ray as romantic interest, guys, we should talk about Ray as her own character. Yeah. yeah. We. That's what I. But that is what I'm bringing. That's what I'm yeah. bringing up. That's what kind of annoyed me with the kiss. With yeah. them, yeah. I kept. I feel like there was two dueling storylines of Ray trying to figure out who the hell she was and trying to like connect with her force and understand the force and she knew that she had this she was had this draw to Kylo Ren and I would have been fine with this draw to Kylo Ren because they were both Jedi and it makes sense that he is the the temptation of the dark side just like Luke had. that was fine but the fact that they had to throw a a relationship? That into well, it. You know, it didn't feel like a relationship in a lot of ways to me. It felt like Harry Potter and Voldemort. Like, where it was mm-hmm. like, oh, I have, like, insight into you. You're spying on me. Because it was so which, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> no, which is, like, a cheap scene. ripoff of Harry Potter, I think. His muscles. <laughs> the shirtless scene still... Yeah. He looks like... You've seen the room. Like, he looks like a trunk. Like, his a, body, like, reminds me of Tommy Wiseau's body oh, in the room. God. It's just very, like... It's better than that, It's, it's better than that. It's, they're both very weirdly muscular. Like, like a tree trunk. Like a trunk. Like a trunk. He, well, he has a, he has a large, um... <laughs> large, unwieldy body. Like, it's like, oh! Yeah. Like a baby draft. He doesn't really... Doesn't grow oh, yeah, he that. does not... I, I feel like he does not have control over these large limbs. <laughs> like great this is not a Kylo Ren podcast, no. though. No, I agree with Susan. Like... I would love to hear Susan's talk uh, take on because I had to look this term up because I actually didn't Mary Sue. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that. Okay, so explain the concept of a Mary Sue is a female character who's just good at everything for no reason. She just oh, you need a pilot? Oh, I know how to fly things. (laughs) Oh, you need me to fight this fight? I am magically an amazing fighter and a lot of fanboys like to label Ray as a Mary Sue, which I have a lot of issues with because Ray fails yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. We constantly see Ray go, okay, I'm capable of this. And Ray's not an incapable character. She's good at a lot of things, but she's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Force Awakens, they have to get off planet and they need a pilot. And Finn's talking about, we need a pilot. And she's like, you have one. I'm a pilot. They get in the Millennium Falcon. And she doesn't just magically take off and, you know, outmaneuver all the TIE fighters and everything. She knocks that ship around. You think that they are going to just basically blow it to bits because she can't control control it at all. Um, So, like, I mean, right there you've got an example of, yeah, she's... But it's, it's also the misogyny, just the building misogyny no, with these fanboys that they're mm-hmm. not going to give, you give so much fucking levity to Luke Skywalker. Right, well, he's that's it. And he, he right. does the same thing. I mean, he goes to blow up the Death Star and he t- 
turns off his computer and reaches. He's had what five minutes of training with the force, and he closes his eyes and he blows up the damn Death Star. Like yeah. that's some Mary Sue shit right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. That's, Is it? Can you think of any other? I'm not. I don't mean to put you on the spot yeah. because I've never heard oh, yeah. the term. Can you think of other characters that are labeled like that? Think of any. Honestly, just about. think of any powerful, powerful. character, and uh, I hear the term thrown around a lot with like like Marvel characters. I mean, basically oh, anything yeah. that yeah. the the nerds can latch on to mm-hmm. a lot of captain um, marvel captain they really marvel. they attacked her very much as a she's, mary sue she's arrogant she's this she's that meanwhile in the marvel fandom you've got tony stark right there you want to talk about arrogant yeah, like even what's his they, name chris pratt's character is oh uh star lord yeah, yeah. That's his name yeah. yeah it's like but women no you can no women how <laughs> dare you be confident things. how dare you not be you have know, your own agency outside yeah. of a male there is a, apparently, according to the internet, there is a, a Gary Stu, like, that's, there's, like, the man version of it, but I, I've never heard of either of those, obviously. I'm trying to find, the, the, the term comes from Star Trek, apparently. Um, okay, Buffy is considered. Yeah. But she, that's, that can't Buffy. be right. No, wait. No, no, that can't be right. If these are this is bullshit because it's things like Buffy, Arya from Star Wars, from Star Wars, from Game of Thrones. Hmm. Um, I could see that with Arya, but my whole thing is it she's depend- super flawed, super duper flawed. Like I don't consider her capable. The other thing that they <laughs> well, like to until she can start changing faces. Right. Yeah, when she's got that. The early days, training. it's rough, but once she near the end, I'm saying if we're like defining it as someone who like. Is just can do anything perfectly. I think that 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 would not describe her. Right. But we're we're not talking about Game of Thrones. We're talking about. The we're not, and we're also talking about fanboys, and they're going to take that definition, yeah. and they're going to right shape shift it to whatever they don't yeah. like. Well, the other thing that they love to bring up, and they don't like women. They don't like women. And I ended up on this side of TikTok at one point where it was just Star Wars fanboys ripping Ray to shreds. And I I don't know how I ended up there. I got myself off of it, but it was just like, I would like shake. I was so angry at this stuff. And another thing they love to bring up in Force Awakens is they love to bring up the lightsaber battle at the end and how Ray isn't immediately defeated by Kylo. Which, there, you're dealing with, okay, yeah, she is naturally gifted in the right. Force. She's got a connection there. But you're also dealing with an injured Kylo Ren. Right. Yes. You're dealing with a Kylo Ren who obviously has interest in this person. I know we've been talking about it in a romantic way. At that point, I don't think it's romantic. No. I think it's this person. He's fascinated I think he's by got, I've read, like, canon stuff that... There's been a connection previously in the Force. He doesn't necessarily know who it is, but that they've been sensing each other in the Force for years up to this point. Yeah, well, he wants to, like, capture, not kill. Yeah, Earlier in the exactly. movie, he just, like, sleeps her or whatever. He wants to, he wants to persuade her yeah. to mm-hmm. join him yeah. in the First Order and everything. But that's that's another thing that I see brought up a lot by the fanboys as a Mary Sue is well she she gets a lightsaber and she she beats Kylo Ren on her first try like yeah. what's that? Well he and he's also they show his flaws early on because when Kylo Ren gets too emotional, yeah. his 
I mean, while he's crazy powerful, it gets erratic. So he's injured. He's intrigued and, like, overpowered by, I am connected to this person or this feeling in some manner, and I can't discern it. Yeah. It's making me vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Because that's the whole thing. So I don't... It's a it's a reason to just. Also, he's also hitting his own wound. Like I watched that part today, <laughs> and I'm like, like he's digging into the pain. Yeah, yeah the pain yeah. flower. Well, the other thing is like, yes, she's never picked up a lightsaber before, but that doesn't mean she doesn't know how to fight. Like, she, she has reflexes. Staff. She's a survivor. She knows how to take care of herself. And you see her fighting with that staff the whole movie. She clearly knows how to use a weapon. And yeah, lightsaber's a little different, but it's sure. not. That far of a leap right. from that staff, right? To it's a not lightsaber. like Luke, who had never wielded a weapon, and mm-hmm. when he picks up a lightsaber for the first time <laughs> with his little, you know, game Shield. boy thing, <laughs> um, he doesn't know what he's game doing. Boy. Game boy, game boy. I don't know what it's called. His training droid. But, yeah. yeah, right. Like it's almost. I kind of look at it a little bit like I've taken one surf lesson. <laughs> And it was great. It was great. But it's one of those things that you have to, you do a lot of, obviously you do a lot of practicing on the sand, jumping onto the board and getting your balance on the board before you go out there. And I almost look at that staff in a very bizarre little way as that of like, obviously Ray's going to, not only does she have the force within her, she's got those instincts, it's it's untapped. Mm Mm-hmm. But she's been using this staff since she's been tiny, tiny kid, and she's skilled as fuck with it. Yeah. I am. So it's she's already she's got the she's got these basics already in mm-hmm. her. Exactly. Without she's gonna have to learn this other weapon, but it is completely tied together. Sure. Mm-hmm. And these fanboys, speaking of some persecution, I'm not trying to talk the sadness. But oh, we got to talk about Rose, Tico. Oh, no! We have to talk a little bit about Rose because, because she... because I Well, we have, we have a movie in which she... You want to start with the racism or the sexism? The racism, the sexism. <laughs> Do we want to talk about how her role went from pretty big she was, she to... Was a, yeah, a main character. Thing, to basically nothing. I don't care for Rose. And I might be in the minority here, but right. I don't think she brought anything that I was craving into that. Which is that was the second movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would have loved to see where they wanted to take her before you know yeah. a new director jump came in and everything, and then all this backlash before they fridged her. Right. Yeah. 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 I would love to see like where whether her and Finn were supposed to be a thing. Or um, if she was gonna like grow into a more strong, confident person, because that would have been interesting. But from what I saw, I'm just like, I until the very end of that movie where she sacrifices herself. She, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no. I'm... I I I think it's really unfortunate because yeah, I don't think she really added anything except for like a family connection. They show mm-hmm. the sister dying in that early battle scene. And then she's, like, connected to her family and her planet when they go to the casino planet and there are those dogs and everything. But it's, like, that's not anything we didn't get from that amazing character who's with the um, mutinied stormtroopers in the next movie. That woman who rides on the water planet. Yeah. Like, that is the same deal. They could have combined those two characters into one amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's, like, oh, yeah, all these worlds were 
totally taken advantage of and fucked over by the Empire, and this is somebody who's rising up against that. But I don't know. And I feel bad that, like, Finn was sort of looped in with Rose, and both of them got, like, taken out mm-hmm. of the plot, basically, in the last movie. And I wonder if, like, because we've had, like, because Star Wars does write a lot of strong women, if we wanted to have a more, like, unsure, less than confident, you know, woman to find her footing, to grow into, um, or someone who, like, a woman who is completely, like, not, like, untethered to the Force, um, Mm -hmm. I do like that, you know, there's that family aspect, and she did bring in that whole, like, she kind of opened Finn's eyes to war. Yes. Uh, so there was that. Yes, Poverty. How these, chi- yeah, how these children are like turned into little soldiers and I mean. And yeah, how it affects, you know, not just in battle, but like worlds. Yeah. Um, See, you say that she's unsure of herself and everything. And I never got that from watching Rose in The Last Jedi. She... She's introduced, and she sees that Finn's trying to escape, and she doesn't hesitate in stunning the shit out of him. Like, Mm -hmm. no, you were trying to desert. That's not going to fly here. Sorry. And then there's this scene where she and Finn are going to Poe to talk about the... The uh, breaker thing. To to how they, if they get on the ship, they can, you know, shut this down, and then they won't be able to track them through light speed anymore. And Rose is going to explain. I mean, Rose knows what she's talking about. She's trying to claim, and Finn keeps interrupting her. <laughs> so I never got a sense that Rose was timid. Or I think right. Rose knew her place. She knew her strengths. We see her kind of open up Finn's eyes because Finn is very focused on. I got to find Ray. I got to make sure that Ray doesn't come back here. He's kind of tunnel vision on that Mm -hmm. and she opens his eyes to the bigger picture of what's happening in the galaxy not just Ray. and she has to see things that way she lost her sister and probably more of her family so she's like no we're fighting for this big thing and we might lose like one person I mean wasn't the whole thing that she and her sister like escaped from slavery basically yeah I believe so yeah Yeah. I mean I think there's a whole lot of untapped potential there that I was intrigued by that character throughout Last Jedi, and I was excited to see where she went, and then she got, what, five lines in Rise of Skywalker? I had read or heard something that, like, a lot of her scenes were supposed to be with Leia. Was that a thing? I did read that, that she was kind of the connector. That was how they were going to keep the Leia storyline, and before Carrie Fisher died, it was going to be even more in-depth, and then... The dialogue, the clips that they had, Carrie Fisher just didn't, make didn't sense. work, so they cut the a five lot of you know, the five lines of that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just I was like, <sighs> usually this is the thing. It's like okay, you have this opportunity for this Asian female character in here. We're finally coloring the coloring in the pages mm-hmm. of the Star Wars yeah. universe. Yeah. And I like that she was a rank-and-file soldier, and I like that she was a nobody and what have you. They, I felt, again, I felt like there was this strong infusion of, like, 
romancy, schmancy. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that weakened the intent of that character. It wasn't the main focus, but it was enough for the critics to come barking with that. You know, like, listen, the misogynist and the racist don't need much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Are you saying, oh, because they kiss, she kisses him at the very end of that? Because <sighs> I don't really see any romance up until that point. And that felt very shoehorned in as kind of a, uh, I see we don't happening. want you guys talking about <laughs> Finn and Poe anymore. Yeah. No more Finn and Poe. It's Finn and Rose. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, it was like, no Stop homo. with the gay stuff. No yeah. homo. Okay, I never thought of it that way. And it, it's weird, because I read it more as like, we're, we might die, because we're in a war, so. It's not an even romantic, just like, all right, this is like, what we do. Like, kissing your friends on the mouth. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know, that's kind of how I read it, but I mean, I know that's so naive. <laughs> because I felt like she was getting punished. She was was bullied off of social media. I mean, she and Daisy Ridley both got, they had Instagrams and they were interacting with fans and then it just got to a point where they both deleted all their social media. Mm -hmm. I was like, how completely fucked up is that? I I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what would happen if they made, you know, Revenge of the Sith with uh, Hayden Christensen right now. And I'm sure he would get some, He'd get a little bit of backlash on the I'm social saying, media. Can you imagine if social media was a thing like it is now when the prequels came out? Well, like, even well, does anyone know like Billy D. Williams? Did he get like hate mail for being a major black Star Wars character? Oh, like, Anybody like know? I don't know. Yeah, because it, it would have to be male. Well, because he's very, <laughs> he's very like be... Sammy Davis Jr. like mm-hmm. cool guy, right. Vegas type person. But yes. I feel like some people must have. Oh, I'm sure he got something. It was right after he was getting off the heels of doing mahogany, though, with uh, Lady Diana Ross. Yeah, yeah. So I think that popularity was still, he was still, like, seen as, I hate I hate that, like, fucking trope, but he was, like, the cool black guy trope. I'm saying, yeah. I think that's why yeah. he probably didn't, because yeah. he was, like, put in this little box. Okay, right. Don't you stay in that little box, like, yeah. as a black man, like, in the 70s, then it's okay. Yeah. Also, um, I think that social media just exacerbates the problem. Yeah. You get one person who just throws it out yes. there, and then suddenly you've got hundreds and thousands of people all leaping onto this. Right. And building it from what was just one racist asshole into, well, now it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Because and you have that happening, then you have the news media reporting on what they are talking about on social media mm-hmm. and how it, and then they're trying to talk to her about it and it's like, God Yeah. Damn it. You you have made it a lot worse. But it to me it was a real um mirror to where we are in this mm-hmm. country with seeing anyone that is not white and heteronormative on the screen. White heteronormative male. I yeah. Mean, like, mm-hmm. White heteronormative, yeah. a heteronormative male. I mean, it just was really like, 
Jesus Christ, if you're going to go after, if you're going to go after her, maybe you don't like her character, but the fact that, the fact that you brought up the fact that she's a woman and mm-hmm. she's Asian yeah. into this, well. What is this really about? This like, is what it's really Well, that's why when I was like, I don't really care for Rose. Like, but I don't want to, like, say that. No, no, but you're allowed to, but you're allowed to, like. No, you're allowed to have a have opinion about a character. Or a storyline, yeah. I mean, Hannah, in C-3PO's defense, he does add something. No other character is like that. <laughs> he does things that are needed to happen. He gets them out of the trash compactor. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a debate one day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's going to become a true war. (laughs) So, speaking of a kind of controversial character, but I love her, and I think she is a favorite among this group, is Vice Admiral Amalyn Holdout. Hell yeah. The true... The purple-haired queen. The purple-haired queen, um, played by Laura Dern, and has to deal with the freaking mutiny... And I don't know if it's because she's a woman or if he's just a renegade. It's because she's a woman. But I think (laughs) you get a real sense in that movie that he's like, "Mm, I don't have to listen to that tall, purple-haired queen. Well, because he's so... That's all purple-haired queen. (laughs) He's so... Because at the beginning where he's like, that's Vice Admiral Holdo? Like, he definitely thought she was a man. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Right. He thought, like, that... Holdo was this incredible general, like at one point. Oh, I've heard stories of Holdo. Yeah, yeah. And then when he sees beautiful Laura Dern and her purple hair and this whatever, like I'm sure she's not like wearing a that gray stretchy fabric, yeah, draped thing. Yeah, looks like like it looks like those outfits are made much have much more support. support Yeah, poor Leia had. (laughs) But I mean, she is hit with in that movie. She is hit with issues left and right from the beginning she's got to deal with people she's going to deal with people on her side that are going against her Leia's out of the picture for a while she's got to manage the team there yeah then she has to sacrifice i know her own damn self yeah what a what a quiet subtle way of being a hero that is yeah, not really. i mean her just being like a manager basically of a staff and then ending up dying at the end is very real <laughs> no, for very many no, women. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very realistic and i know that there is a and i haven't read this book but susan or hannah or kate you guys might be aware of it that one of the Leia books... Yes, the Leia book I was mentioning before, actually. They're Holo's friends. Aren't they Well, are they, they meet. They meet in the book. They're both going through this, this training together. This very physical, grueling, like, dangerous training. And it's, it's really interesting to watch because... Leia, you know, originally is like, that's a weirdo. Because Holdo's very just, you know... She's a like, little She's kind of like a hippie. She's a quirky hippie. Yeah. <laughs> and Leia doesn't know how to respond to any of that. Like, that's just so far out of her realm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to watch because they end the book as friends. It's a great way to kind of... You read that and then you go back and you watch The Last Jedi and that moment that they have together. Mm-hmm. And it really is just... They form this really cool friendship. Yeah. I mean, talk about, like, that 
seeing them together like made my life. Yes. I, I, I mean, fan servicey wise, yeah. but like Jurassic Park is the one thing I love more than Star Wars, and like seeing Laura Dern and Carrie oh, Fisher yeah. have oh, a moment. Yeah. Was, I was like, these are the heroes of my childhood. My parents were like, what are you talking about? I was like, no, literally, like this is <laughs> right. what I aspired to be as yeah. a child. Yeah, Ellie Sattler and Leia. Yeah. Oh, and you had yeah. like this hit. I always felt like in it, you. They said a few things. It felt like a hidden, like the story underneath of like, well, this isn't anything that we haven't been through before. We know we're dealing with these men because Leia's dealing with it too. She's like, God damn it. She doesn't say God damn it. She doesn't have to. But... She says, force damage. Is there a god story? It's like my whole... Because think about it. It's it's since Leia Leia was 18, her whole life dealing with, frankly, dealing with people who are trying to be... Yeah, the patriarchy. Men who want to be, you know, insubordinate to her. You know. Well, it is interesting because, yeah, this, this book, I mean, it really is great. Leia by Claudia Gray. Highly recommend it. Because it, it, there's a lot of those themes. There's 16, there are a couple 16-year-olds, and, you know, there are other women doing this training with them, but they're, you know, in the minority, and they're dealing with these men who know better. I'm, I'm being very sarcastic in the know better. So it's, it's fun seeing quote fingers. Quote fingers, yes, <laughs> know better. So it's, it's interesting reading that and then seeing it on screen. And, yeah, they've gone through, I mean, how many decades now of, you we, know that she hosts. We are capable. We know what we're doing, and yet we've we're constantly having to explain ourselves to men. Right. Or not explain ourselves to men. Is Holdo's like, pal, you don't need an explanation. My word, this is my direction. That should be good enough. Mm-hmm. Right, because if I was standing here and I was the man you thought I was. Or like one of the squid guys, like Admiral Akbar. Right. Like, then you'd be perfectly <laughs> fine. One of the Oh, yeah, Mon Calamari. Mon <laughs> I always picture the more well, like goldfish. Just... <laughs> Although in this world, the squid people, everyone should be equal. Droids, squid people, what? human. The human <laughs> type ones. Human-ish ones. Jabba the Hutt. Jabba's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those little, little robots that ride around in the Death Star. Those tiny <laughs> no, they're the only ones <laughs> that are <laughs> <laughs> The mice robot. <laughs> yeah, okay, what? Okay, it's like not that. I want to write a fan fiction of Holdo throwing Leia a bachelorette party when she owns her. Very, Han. Okay, this is my question. Do you actually think Leia and Han had bachelor and bachelor parties? <laughs> I don't. I never was under the impression these two actually got married. Oh, it's oh, really interesting. Now. I thought. Is marriage a thing? In well, well, Padme and Anakin. Padme and Anakin yeah. by the lake in the boo. <laughs> maybe it's a Naboo thing. Yeah, maybe. Like it's you got to be only in Naboo. See, these are the questions I ask. I'm trying to remember. Okay, did you read that Bloodline book about? Okay, so I'm trying to remember because there's there's another Claudia Gray book called Bloodline. Also, Claudia Gray. Honestly, though, Claudia Gray. Any this Star Wars book by Claudia Gray, I. I have thoroughly enjoyed all of them, so I recommend. But yeah, Bloodline is kind of a, a lead up to The Force Awakens. It's okay. focused on Leia, and there's Hans in it. 
I mean, not like a lot, but there are scenes with Han, and I'm trying isn't to remember. He, I, I started it because isn't he like off doing like racing? He's off, yeah, he's doing racing. <laughs> yes, yeah. like, yes. Han is so involved yeah. in in like, who's kid taking care of their son? Nobody. She knows. is. She <laughs> no, is. No, she's <laughs> taking care of the guy. Ben is off with Luke oh, okay. because oh, there's this big okay. revelation at the end, and she's like, "Oh no, I have to tell Ben who's off with Luke before he gets word of it." So it is. But they're breaking kind of, up. They find out that apparently. Okay, I've got a question for you guys. Did you just assume that at a certain point it became common knowledge that Darth Vader was Leia's father? I thought. So here's my. I have this theory that she always kind of knew. I'm talking about. I'm talking about after the original trilogy. Yes. Wouldn't she? I always just kind of assumed that at some point it became known that this was Luke and Leia's. Father, I mean, never in the world. In the world, no, no, no. I'm talking about in the world. Oh well, that was a thing that happened. I think in Bloodline, is that like that's what happens in Bloodline? Is it becomes known Mm. that she's the daughter of Darth Vader, and she like it fucks up her political career. They kick her out of the Senate, right? And that's that's Mm. where I'm tying in with the Ben because. Apparently Ben had no idea. Oh. And he's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. Good news for me. Okay, so. But I'm trying to remember if at any point they reference whether or not she and Han are married. Because they're oh. definitely together at that point. Yeah. Well, Ben is like, I'm glad I kept this skull of my grandpa this whole time. <laughs> I'm not. Because <laughs> I'm not. That's my thing. I'm not saying that they're not together. No, I'm just, I, I know. I'm just, just saying the marriage, they if they got married. married. Like I said, I'm trying to remember. I'm just if saying Han a Solo, listen to the name, is still going to be like, I got no strings to hold with <laughs> you. No strings. I want to imagine like. Chewbacca's married. Yes, he is. He's the wife of the son. We never cease. Yeah, but he's just like Han. They're off doing their thing. You're talking about Chewbacca's wife. That's a very important What's her name? Itchy? Scratchy? Do we know her name? <laughs> yes, she is. It's Kala. Oh, Kala. She's the only one who's like her name. No, it's Kala or Mala. Kala's the girl Lumpy. from Tarzan. But isn't, <laughs> isn't, isn't there a story in which Han and Leia have a daughter as well? That Just was... Those okay, original books. Diana, the right? original... They have twins. They've got... Twins, and then they've got a younger son. So they have three kids in the expanded universe that when Disney got the rights, they're like, none of that's real. It's not canon anymore. Right. Okay. We've got our own plan. Plan Jason in quotation. Jason. Jason. And Jaina. 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 Yeah. And then the and then youngest Anakin. one's Anakin. Yeah. And there was some theories there when Force Awakens. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Ben is a much better name mm-hmm. for, if we're going to name... Our son after anyone, let's do yeah. Well, yeah, yes. we come to the, another podcast, though, is how did, how did Han and Leia, Leia decide Ben was the name that they, they were, were going to name him? They were going to name him Luke, but then Luke was like, I got a better name. <laughs> they met yeah. Ben briefly. Very Han briefly. hated him. <laughs> like, was like, like you're kid. an idiot. This <laughs> guy... <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine, like, the son is born, and Han is like, what do you want to name him? It's like, how about Ben? He's like, who? You know, Ben. He, like, sacrificed himself. Oh, that fucking old guy? He's like, I totally forgot about him. I'm like, sure, whatever you want. He never paid me for that entire thing. <laughs> Not one cent. The tangent 
was, I would love to. I, you, would, why wouldn't you want to imagine a Star Wars bachelorette party? Like, I'm not saying where we started. I'm not. First off, I'm not saying I don't want. I, I'd love to be there. I would it be a mixture? It'd be at, her and Holdo and Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. And, and, and Mala, uh, Chewie's wife. Oh Mala would be there. Why not? She's like. Chewie's, yeah, Chewie's very involved in this. Uh, are, are, would, would any of the droids or no? Because <laughs> I are like the droids are going to be. <laughs> Maybe you're see Imagine see three PO at that party. No. Oh, he, he would be the DD. <laughs> but I mean, I see R two D two. She's been through a lot with him. A lot. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean. Sure. <laughs> R2-D2 has been through uh, a lot. I mean, there's literally no sympathy you have for these droids. I like some droids. <laughs> I'm very picky. Well, I just don't like 3PO. That's all. That is all at this bachelorette. We got Mon Matha. Uh, Mala. Mala. Holdo and Leia. It's a small bridal party. Okay. <laughs> what do they have for a... Do they have, like... I was thinking they could have a droid, like, stripper. Like A droid stripper? A droid stripper. <laughs> Named C-3PO. <laughs> Okay, I'm talking about a couple side characters that made an impression on me that were... Oh, man. I loved me, and I wanted more of Captain Phasma. Yeah. Yes. Um, what a... I, I mean, a terrifying... Like just awful. Thank you. To me, a terrifying character that, you know... I want to know she, why she's so devoted to this. She raises in the ranks... Well, well, there's another book. I have not read it, but I do own it. But there is a Captain Phasma book that's like oh. some backstory to her and fleshing her character out. But maybe she's devoted to it because she is a female and she's gotten to the top. You mean I was going to say, do we yeah. think that yeah. she has a similar backstory as Finn, which is taken from her family? Yes. This is all mm. she's ever known. Right. And I mean, you can say that about any like general like. Or, you know, when it comes to the, um, oh my god, what, they're not called the Empire. What are they called? First Order? First Order. First order. Um, like, why, I don't know, like, I... Power is seductive, y'all. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they feel a little like cops. Like, she's mm-hmm. like, I'm exactly. in charge. No, they're you know? exactly like cops. Yeah. You get someone who, who likes likes to feel powerful, uh-huh. likes to feel like they're in control. And Here's a weapon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I would love to read that book to see what they... Yeah, what her backstory. I just remember that I have it, so I'll read it and I'll pass it on. What is that actress's name? It's the one who plays Brienne of Tarth in Game of Thrones. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Christy. Thank you. Gwendolyn Christy. She has an unmistakable voice, of course, so you know it's her. But she's tall as fuck. That's that is it is wonderful seeing the big woman like a (laughs) like a like a tall dominant. I'm like she. She's going to take everyone out. She's the I correct really, height for a stormtrooper. Right. Yes, like that's Luke. why they cast her. Yeah. Because she has an incredible voice. <laughs> and she, I watched an interview with her like about how like challenging this role was for her because she's completely covered, you know? Like she there's like right. it, all the acting has to come from what she does with her body for the most part. Um voice a little bit, but um and there hasn't been like a stormtrooper character like this really. So, like, she's the first one to be, like, more of a personality. I mean, right. Daniel Craig was... Daniel Craig was. Yes. <laughs> as How was... forget? As was Prince Harry and Prince William. What? Yeah, they're in... Prince Harry and Prince William are stormtroopers 
in the first in uh <laughs> no yeah it's in this it's the same movie that Daniel Craig is in so they're in Force Awakens yeah they're in Force Awakens and I believe what it's from I don't know what I don't know what did they scene. get a line like Daniel Craig did or? I don't think they get a line oh well then <laughs> I yeah, mean I mean what's his face was in the Mandalorian what oh god uh Jason Sudeikis yeah yeah okay it's just because he's a super fan. Okay. I mean, there was that's my last I'm, movie. I'm jumping Please. way off topic here, but just on the the the, the Have whole you cameo of this podcast. Before? Do you do you guys remember in the prequels? In sync was supposed to be in one of the prequels. Was supposed no. to be. They were gonna be like background Jedi or something, and I then they got cut. <gasps> Background Jedi. I swear to God, InSync was supposed to be in the prequels. Do you remember this from your childhood? Like I remember this from my childhood, and also just like like. If anything, they should have been like the Cantina Band. Insane. But they could have been Star in that place uh, Wars, with the Death Sticks Cam, guy. Yeah. It's a that real bar. thing. Yeah, <laughs> they could have been in there. Yeah. I I believe that could have been a thing. Um, oh, I could see that. There was a okay. lot of people getting. Placed as extras in these last movies. That well, this was the prequel, though. Right, they were gonna yeah. be in Attack of the Clones. Okay. Apparently, uh, Joey Fatone says yes <laughs> that Justin Timberlake and Lance Bass were too tired from their pop odyssey tour to participate in filming. But the Fatone brothers, apparently Joey and his brother Steven, J.C. Chazay, and Chris Kirkpatrick filmed two cameos. In the Genosis battle and a meeting between Obi Wan Kenobi and Yoda, and they got cut. Oh, so they filmed it. These, oh, these things exist. Fatone is a Fatone super loves fan. Star Wars. He yeah. was not only if anybody who ever watched him on Dancing with the Stars, he did an entire. Um, I think it was a Pasa Doble while he was dressed up as Luke Skywalker. Oh, he my had a, God. I mean, he, he's very deep with it. So that did this happen. This is a pop culture deep cut. That's <laughs> very interesting. That you had, have to be able to find those, those cuts. That they had had they exist. They film them. They're yeah. somewhere in the world. He's never forgiven. Never. Justin oh, Timberlake. No. <laughs> Justin Timberlake and Lance. Get out of here. <laughs> so this character, definitely a female. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what um, they are. Like as a B, as a race, but Maz Kanata. Oh, they were oh. talking about Phasma still. I mean, she's has connections everywhere in the yeah. galaxy. Mm-hmm. She's force sensitive. Yeah. She somehow has Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Never really explained how we got from a uh, uh, right. cloud city to Mars. You know what though? Basement. She's she's a wheeler and a dealer. Yeah. She's a bit of a like a pirate. I yeah. just she's a collector. She's a thousand years old. Yeah, she knows everyone. I know. I just feel like everybody goes through that bar. She has them over for dinner. Mm-hmm. Like she knows everybody. It's, knows it's a their, cool vibe. Knows there. all their secrets. Yeah, she's yeah. got blackmail. I mean, oh, she's got dirt on everybody. You don't want to cross. She probably Maz. slept with like Qui Gon Jinn or something. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not that everybody has to. Have a this, this is just it wasn't literally. Romance. It was not no, romance. It was, sex. it was just sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just ideas for very, very sexy fiction. <laughs> 
Speaking of fan, you know, the only one that, uh, besides Han Solo, I was always very sexually attracted Quiggy? to. No, to, only to Boba Fett. Was oh. everyone else, was it just me? I mean, he, like, if you're into that faceless stranger type of thing. <laughs> Clearly I am. <laughs> what did that say about me as a seven-year-old? That I was. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> for my romantic needs. But I don't know what they were. Uh, I'm really off on a tangent, but it just popped in my head that... Oh, that's great. Except for Han Solo. Yeah. Um, It may be Finn and Poe. I I definitely had a crush on Ewan McGregor in the prequels when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was into him, But in the... When he had the beard, like Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah, Not Phantom Menace. I was... I was in fifth grade, and that was the one I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." He seems exa- and he is he is doing his damn best as an actor. Yeah. Um, Hello there. I mean, <laughs> I, Hello there. That's how we should have started. One of my favorite. Oh, this is such a tangent. One of my favorite scenes ever is him and that dude in that diner, Dax. Yeah. He's like, roll, 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 roll. Yeah, the big, yeah. Dude. Yeah, the like dart. It's yes. a Camino saber dart. You know that scene? That's <laughs> yes. a great scene. Mm-hmm. What was the filming of that like? Like, there was a dude there and he had a green suit on. They had, like, one of those, like, green balls. Like, <laughs> eye contact up here. It's <laughs> an amazing scene. Because that shows Obi-Wan as a man of the people. Like yeah. how Maz is, like, knows right. everybody. Right. And I think good bit. transition there. Yeah, back to Very Maz. Good tra- <laughs> Podcast. I think it's this lady right over here. Good job, Kate. But I do think it's interesting that there is, you know, obviously there's different people that are force. I, I always find that interesting. Like this person's force sensitive, but this person's a Jedi. So this person has like a touch of, like Maz has just a touch of the force in her. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, we're all connected by it. Like well, that's, that's the. We truth. are, but I don't feel it. So I don't you feel it in different ways. <laughs> to me, I feel like it's like how some people choose to be like a priest or a nun. Yeah. Like, I'm really going to yes. go all yeah. in. And some other people are like, it always seems that, like a religion Jedi. Yeah. I always, and I always thought of Jedi training as more year, learning how to use the force. And that anybody could learn if you had the devotion and the mm-hmm. will. Some people were just, it came more easily to mm-hmm. some people than to others. Like it wasn't something right. where you had to have a certain... What the hell are the midichlorians? Midichlorians, like you had to pass a test in order yeah. to be a Jedi. I always just saw it as like a religion. Like, okay, yes, I have the the personality. I have the devotion to pursue this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's just how I okay. interpreted it. You got the force. I think that's sort of what they imply by being like Luke's not ready. Like he might have this like natural ability, but he's he gonna like Anakin. really follow through with this shit. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. riddled with midichlorians, but right. he should not have practiced the Force. Mm-hmm. No, he needed to be suppressed a little bit longer yeah. instead of <laughs> going in. He, he does slaughter lots of children. He slaughters lots of <laughs> everybody. And that, yeah, the sand people. The sand people. The children. Not the, just the men. Just but the women. <laughs> And, and the, the children. Well, <laughs> well, you know, he he went red. What's that called? Rage. Rage. Just a rage black out there. <laughs> just, just like he put on Boba Fett's helmet. It just he just 
blind rage. Just ah! He put on Darth Vader's helmet. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he yeah he lost it. Another question, quick question, one small tangent. How just is it ever discussed in any of these side books? What not? Mm-hmm. How how does Kylo Ren get the skeletal helmet of? Uh, I, have a, I have a Kylo comic sitting around unread. I, I, I could feel like, get back to you on that one. I feel like but. once he finds out, he gets really obsessed with it. Because I feel like these characters he take starts going these pilgrimages. To and I bet he goes there and finds it. <laughs> he probably he's, goes to some desert well, swap meet. I mean, and honestly, <laughs> if we're going into this Palpatine's, this all control, he's been pulling the strings this whole time. I mean, he what's to say? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but bad. Yeah, yeah, I um, mean, like, according to the, the internet, it's believed that it was obtained by Luke Skywalker when yeah. he was collecting Force artifacts throughout the galaxy and kept it at the Jedi Academy. But when Kylo burned it down, he took it with him. He took what it. a weird thing to have at your Jedi Academy. Well, you got like, it. Don't do this, otherwise you're going to end warning, up like that. Warning, warning. <laughs> it was like in the tension corner. While the whole time Ben is like, my hero. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't wait to get. I can't wait to kill everyone here, burn everything down, and take that with me. I'm gonna burn it all down. That's what I want to see, along with the um, the bachelor, the bachelor party, and the bachelorette party. And I also want to see Hans. The bachelor, bachelor the bachelor party. No, here's the bachelor party would just be <laughs> him and Chewie drinking beer, drinking beer, and three people like I brought a game. Like let's play pin <laughs> the tail on the Luke. Will, Luke, Luke's Luke, gotta be there. Luke's though. not gonna be there. No, he's busy doing. Luke's got jelly shit. Lando, uh, Lando. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay. They so, better men fences, you know. Yeah, I guess they have more guys. <laughs> I mean, so Chewie, they have to. Do you remember, and this is a tangent too, do you remember in Empire where 3 was freaking out about the asteroids after they detach, and he's like, we can do something about it, and they turn him off? Yes. Oh, Why yes. didn't they do that more often? Hannah's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm rewriting this, and for this part and of the movie, I forgot that it was so easy to just, just be like, literally <laughs> just switch you off. She's like, I'm turning him off for scene six, <laughs> nine, eleven. I want to imagine for the bachelor party that like he's like, I brought games and the hors d'oeuvres are in the. Oven. And Han's like, she's like, we're going to the bar. Yeah, it's <laughs> like don't. Club. Exactly. So I, I did want to mention just a couple, even though they're not. She's too good not to mention. Is it Waddle? It doesn't. Y- yaddle. Yaddle. <laughs> so There's one Yaddle. Is it Yaddle? This is definitely not not, not what I was going to call it. This thing is not Yaddle. This is an actual character. Yaddle's a character. Yaddle is Yaddle. Yaddle is a character. She's a menace. She's in one scene in Phantom Menace. And I will. She's like the only. She's a female Yoda. Like. Yeah, her name is Yaddle. No, not Waddle, it's Yaddle. I was. Does she talk? Nope. No. Of course. Silence. If, if NSYNC had been there, she would have said all kinds of stuff. <laughs> oh, I remember her now. Yeah. It looks like she would want to speak to the manager. <laughs> if you got. Oh, she definitely is speaking to the yeah, manager about the salmon. That was my joke. What's, which character? No, I was, I was <laughs> departing from the nine. Because I just had to bring up Jenner, so. Yes. And because, to me, it is 
to me, it's one of the strongest characters of a movie that I don't think gets enough credit, frankly. Oh, mm-hmm. According sure. to the Star Wars video I watched ranking the ten hottest Star Wars women in the universe, she's number one. Really? According, according to that internet video, yeah. Well, good good job, Felicity <laughs> Jones. I was going to say Felicity Huffman, who is, no. who is not in any of these. She was going to voice Yaddle, but she got cut. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, <laughs> that and NSYNC. They're like, they're like um, so we don't, so we have no Lance Bass or Justin Timberlake. Well, then none of you. And also Felicity Huffman, uh, no time for you. Our Yaddle is silent. She is angry about the restaurant order, but she's not saying a word because she's already been told by Yoda, you do not speak here. Um, Jin's great. Yeah. She's, because she's like the opposite of Rey in a lot of ways, I think. Like she is the, she's the one who's like looking out for herself. Like yeah. I think she mm-hmm. is, yes. you know, yeah. a little bit more self-centered than our other Star Wars women, but that doesn't make her a bad because no, she's also a survivor. I mean, I think that's the common thread with all, the all these characters. Yeah. They're survivors. They're doing what it takes to make it in this mm-hmm. crazy galaxy. <laughs> but yeah, I'd agree that, that Jin kind of has the opposite worldview. She's a lot more jaded than mm-hmm. we're used to seeing. She's a more cynical character. Right, than because she's... Be. I mean, because like her father was the scientist who created the first... Death Star. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, but her mother was, her mother was a resistance um, leader. Oh. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was kind of, yeah, but she grew up and she saw what, what happens if you're the resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You die. Right. You know, you get. And for what? Like, what is, you know, what yeah. happened in her lifetime? Like that really changed. What is the big picture? I mean, she makes she's another one. She's another female that makes a huge sacrifice, kind of like the admiral. And you know, these all of these characters I feel like are not plagued, but they have the additional task of doing everything that the men have to do. Plus they have to add some type of at times feminine insight or feminine um just a tinge of it. I don't think mm-hmm. they're. I don't think in the later movies you're as tasked with it. Like you're not like, oh, you know, and Ray has to comfort everyone. There's got to be some sort of like mother, me, motherly but, kind of instinct. Like, but yeah. you see it with Leia. Like Leia has to be. Leia's kind of in a way a lot of their mothers. Yeah, you know she what I mean. She holds a lot of it together. She holds a lot of it together. Yeah, she holds quite yeah quite a bit of it together. But you see that you do see that thread. Maybe not as much with Maz. Maz, Maz plays by her own rules. I don't see her having to mother people, but she kind of mothers Ray. She mothers Ray a little bit into like they they have that moment, yeah. That where female, I feel like it is a definite feminine energy support mm-hmm. of like you need to listen to this. You need to listen to what is in, which it's nice to hear it from a different voice that that isn't a male's voice because mm-hmm. you get a little bit of it the encouragement through Leia, but we get short shrifted of that because mm-hmm. of her death. Yeah. Get a little something from Han being like, I would hire you. You're okay. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> can work I don't funny. think Han though really is like a pig. No. Uh, like, I no, think he's I, just, I love, Oh, I know, I know, I know my love. I know. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to accuse you of that, but I think he's a rogue and I think he plays he's, by his own. And he's just kind of 
emotionally stunted. Like, he doesn't know. He's a yeah. How like, I, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because you have to think, especially at this period, with the death, you know, the essentially emotional death of his son, Ben, turning into, mm-hmm. I mean, because that is what they blame on, essentially, the disintegration of, I was thinking it was the that's the disintegration of their union. Yeah, that's because, really how I took it too. Was because they the they were fighting because of that. Right. Of like, well, and how bad? I mean, I get why Luke goes off on his own. How bad would you feel if you're this kid's uncle and you're like in charge of him and he is evil, like inherently just, gonna be evil? Yeah, that's another <laughs> another fanboy thing that I take issue with. How everybody wants to hate on the Last Jedi because mm-hmm. that's not Luke Skywalker. Luke would never. I fucking hate when people say that about any character. Like, even actors, like, my character would never do that. How the fuck do you know until you fucking try? Yeah. Or, like, experience Also, that. like, let's look at, at people as, you know, like, let's let's think of it as in a realistic way. Like, you were saying, Kate, like, okay, this is my nephew. I was responsible for him, and this is what happened. Yeah, I think it's best if I just kind of remove myself from this situation. And from all... Other people, <laughs> except these little porgs. These porgs, porgs are fine. And the, the fish nuns. Oh yeah, we need them. to talk about them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> male characters. Yes. And what is the fish nuns? They they keep they keep up quotes because they don't really keep up the the Jedi temple. They're literally ruins. Like <laughs> they're like nobody's checking up on us. We can do and then Luke shows up and they're like. <laughs> they're like, I'm gonna fix this wall. I'm gonna fix it right now. <laughs> they're just laying around with their cigarette. They're like, he ain't coming back. <laughs> Fuck it. They're like, yeah. shit. <laughs> All right. Is there any? Is there any characters of like the original nine that I am not am not thinking of that needs more? I mean, love? we talked about Shmi Skywalker a little bit. I'm trying to think of other. There's got to be somebody else. Mon Mothma. We didn't really talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, she's pretty incredible. Yes, like, that's what I'm saying. Like for what it was, a movie in the '70s, it did have some pretty awesome like women in, you know, leadership positions. You know, we had this badass princess who, you know, is like I said, funny and can fight, and then the leader of the resistance is right. a woman. Um, and not much is known about her, or I don't know much about her. Except that she's at the bachelorette party. We do know well, yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. In our minds. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. In the original nine. There's that cloner alien. Oh, <laughs> the cloner the... planet. Lama <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. What's her name? He says it. Uh, Todd Lee's here. The kid says it. Lama Sue's Tom the man. Lee. Oh, you're Tom right. Tom Lee's the Tom woman. Tom Lee is the... I love those. Yeah, those aliens. Mm-hmm. Really and who is that... Who is the poor... I, I feel like she's a, a forced sex worker. Oh, the... Like job oh, is... Oh, job uh, is, is Ona? I, I was just watching that video. I mean, um, talk about a bad job. She, I, she doesn't have much to say. No. And she gets obviously replaced by Leia in... Yeah. The very feminist yeah. gold bikini. Ula is her name. Oh, Ula. Oh, does anybody know anything about what's her name who's Mary's Luke in some of the Mara. books? Mara Jade. Yeah, I was going to talk about her like very briefly. But I didn't. Yes. Because she is in the books. Yeah. Like, she doesn't. I don't even know if she's. And she's supposed to be in Mandalorian coming up, right? That's the rumor. Is yeah. that they're really? going to bring Mara Jade in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because oh, there's oh. these. Because there's a other. Isn't in, in addition to the Mandalorian, there's another series coming out. The Kenobi one. The Kenobi one where 
actually Hayden Christensen is, is coming, coming back. back. For yeah, when you brought up Hayden Christensen and, and social media and hate and everything, I was like, oh yeah, that, that would, Obi-Wan series. The world has been clamoring. Do you think Marjorie would be in that one then? Not the Mandalorian. Well, I don't know. She's like Luke and Leia's age though, right? Yeah. Isn't she young? Yeah. I think oh. she's, yeah. Um, she's not in the, um, the original nine, but Ahsoka Tana is yes. an incredible I character. Love played, in, played in the Mandalorian and in the Clone, Clone, Clone Wars, Wars. Mm-hmm. and played by um, come on, we know Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Oh, yes, yeah, in the Mandalorian, which, which to me makes it even more attractive because sure. I love Rosario and she's pretty kick ass in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ahsoka's one of those characters that. I wish that I had paid more attention to Clone Wars when it was on TV, but I kind of blew it off because it was, I didn't, I thought the animation looked shitty and it was kid, kid show in quotations. Right. But she's, she's great. She's kind of like what I would have liked to see before Rey. Yeah. Because she's this, I mean, she's Anakin's Padawan. Mm Mm-hmm. So you get this, and they're kind of mirror images of each other. They've got this impulsiveness. Yeah, they they have trouble controlling their emotions, and it's just fun to see this this young girl because I think she's supposed to be like thirteen or fourteen at the beginning of Clone Wars, but she progresses as that series comes on. And then in the Mandalorian, you see, I guess she's in Rebels too, but in the Mandalorian, yeah. there she is, and she's this fully Blood. developed, Blood. yeah. Grown, well, what braces? Oh God! What is she? I oh, I'm it's the same thing. Shock T is yes. whatever that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I'm totally. But I love her right because now. she. Um, it says to to Gert to Gerta. You know, it's the Tagurta race. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know. That. <laughs> but I, I like her no because idea. she does something that we've never seen before and leaves the Jedi, like academy, yeah. and she, that's why she survives. The Order 66. She pieces out and she's like, I am no longer a Jedi. And even when we see her in The Mandalorian, she's not technically mm-hmm. a Jedi right. at that point. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen Rebels, but I did watch this great clip where they have, there's this incredible uh, um, interaction where this this Jedi meets Darth Vader, like who was her master, and they mm-hmm. have this incredible fight. And there's a line or something where it's like, you won't kill me, it's not the Jedi way. And she's like, I Jedi and it's just like totally badass and like it's just really cool to see like because we see the Jedi as like again like these religious figures and like they do no wrong but she sees like the error of like the flaws in the system right right and is like I'm gonna remove myself from this like I don't want to be caught up and well that's cool to see an impulsive female character too because you don't really see I think there's a real dichotomy with like these like trigger happy men characters Mm -hmm. and then these women who are more like let's see how it plays out Mm -hmm. or you know whatever but yeah it's cool to see yeah Yeah, yeah. something else um yeah I was gonna ask everyone's very uh what's your your favorite obscure like Star Wars female Oh. You go for it. Ooh, you start ooh, yeah. now. We got Yaddle. We got Mara. I mean, I love Yaddle. Not Mara. Kala. Goddamn. Mala. What's her name? Yeah, Mala. Chewie's wife. Yes, Mala. I want, I like here. the Wookiee wife. I, 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 I'm going to be really angry if her name isn't Mala. And I remember there's little, his little tiny, when they show his little tiny Wookiee children. Yeah. Yep. That, that was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Did oh. you ever watch the, they had an Ewok series? Um, I've heard about yes. it. Yes. Basically... 
uh, Muppets. Not Muppets, but <laughs> Muppets. it was like it was a cartoon. I, um, yeah, it's yeah. basically gummy bears, like but Star Wars. Well, I remember the cartoon, but there was also a made-for-TV movie that was a made-for-TV oh, movie, for or maybe it was in the movie theater, but it was them. It was the actual Ewoks on Endor. Just chilling. I like the original cast was in. I think the action was all just Ewok action. Because mm-hmm. it's you know merchandising. Well, they're cute. <laughs> I mean, they're cute. It's the reason why people love and hate that last one. I love it. Sure. But like my older brother like hated it. How dare they do this to this oh. extremely serious series. <laughs> Oh, I like, oh, there's that C-3PO that has a female voice at Cloud City. who Yeah, who says, Ichuta. <laughs> He's like, how rude. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like not taking any of that nonsense. I oh, like no, that it's... one who's the lead singer in the oh, band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's oh, with the big lips. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the yes. big lips. Yes. She was like Zam Wessel. I don't really know if she's considered a female, but she's the, the yeah. shapeshifter alien in Clone Wars. The bounty hunter's oh, bounty, bounty hunter. hunter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, nice. I thought she was always really Yeah, badass. she's cool. And we never, and we didn't really mention in the last one the Carrie Russell characters. Is it Zori, oh. Zori Biss? Because oh, the Kira. Spice Runner. Um, the oh, the Spice Runner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Which I'm like, this is an oddly written character. This, but Kira wasn't bad no, in no, Solo. She a survivor. sacrificed survivor. herself also yeah. for the betterment Mm-hmm. Of the well, I guess. Oh, I know who I like. Who's not in any of the movies? That Sith one, Asajj Ventress, with the really long neck. Ventress. I yes. just learned about that character. Oh, Ventress is great. Yes. She's in that animated Clone Wars mm-hmm. that yes. Gendi Taratovsky made like so long ago. Well, and, and she's we in, the, so in the um, Clone Wars series oh, too. Ventress okay. is a is a oh, fake she's character. So cool. Ventress is well, great. I'm learning. Um, is that that's in the Clone Wars the animated series? Yeah, she yeah. like is Dooku's like other apprentice who like mm-hmm. fights Anakin okay. several times. She's very cool. Oh, okay. Sith mm-hmm. character. Well, all right. we have talked a long time, <laughs> and I'm thanking you all for thank you for having me. Yeah, thank being you. on this fun May the Fourth, all the ladies edition, yes. and um. Popsters, make sure you go to the Pop Culture Persephone website to find tons of more fun details on, my fan on this episode. Maybe Hannah will provide me some fan fiction. No, please write the um, Bachelorette Party one. And then yes, that would be excellent. Also, go to the contributors page to learn more about my guests today. And may the force be with all of y'all. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. I should have expected to find you holding Vader's leash. I recognized your foul stench when I was brought on board. A little short for a stormtrooper. This is some rescue. Into the garbage, flyboy. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? You're nothing. You're braver than I thought. I just assumed it's a wookie. I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. You shouldn't have to do this to impress me. It would help if I got out and pushed. Being held by you isn't quite enough to get me excited. Someday you're going to be wrong and I just want to see it. I am not a committee!